3: Always follow, the follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on
4: vSIN. The big wins continue at DraftKings Casino. New era of your favorite games, Blackjack, Roulette, Slots, plus live dealer table games. And just this week, they paid out some big wins. A player bet $3 and won over $6,000 on Fortune coin. Another bet $8 and won over $10,000. On Jing Jing Bao Endless Treasures and a different big winner bet $10 and won $10,000 on Cash Machine. Download the DraftKings Casino app today. New customers can claim a deposit bonus up to $2,000. Plus, they will start you off with $50 in free credits just for signing up. Download the DraftKings Casino app and use code VEASAN to claim this offer. Got to be 21. Casino.DraftKings.com for full details every week during the football season. It's Adam Chernoff, Covers.com. Follow him on Twitter. The Simple Handicap Podcast as well. And As I understand it, you're a little bit bitter. Uh, what do you make of this matchup, and what does it mean for props?
3: Bitter about the matchup, but maybe a guy should be playing Jing-Jang Bao and the slot machines there to get some of those payouts, the way that those are. Every single week that I'm coming on, people are hitting the slots. <laughs> are, <yes>. Um <laughs> Yeah, I really, really wanted San Francisco and Cincinnati because the weaknesses of Cincinnati just opened up so much potential for the Niners. And I thought that the divide between how people were looking at Jimmy Garoppolo on both sides of it, the good and the bad, were just going to open up a ton of potential for different props. And so when the Niners had the 10-point lead late in that game, Like, I was excited because the Niners probably, if they actually opened less than a field goal, I think they would have been my biggest Super Bowl bet ever. And, of course, that matchup didn't come through. And now we get the Rams, which I think it's tough because a couple of the defensive stars are on, or a couple of the stars are on the defensive side. But then on the offensive side, you're kind of forced into just waiting and hoping to get really good prices on the under late next week with guys like Cup, with guys like OBJ. And so it it kind of limited what I thought could be like really advantageous player props too. So it just didn't quite ultimately work out as I wanted. So still a little bit bitter, but there are some bets out there to be made.
4: Okay, regardless. So how do you handle this with Acres versus Michelle? Can you you think it's a big game for Acres? A lot of carries, and what does that mean for Michelle and how McVale handle it?
3: Sure. The big thing for me is. The Bengals defensively, Lou Amaruno plays the highest rate of seven or eight man coverages while rushing three. He does that more than any other defensive coordinator in the league. And last week against Kansas city, we saw him take that to an extreme in the second half Mm -hmm. and it completely shut down the chiefs offense and just fooled Patrick Mahomes. And I think he's kind of forced to go back into something very similar this week with Cooper cup, with, B.J., like, it's he's going to have to kind of stay true to that defensive style that he's put on the field the entire year. And when you're only rushing three and you're dropping all those guys in the coverage, the thing you want to do as an opposing offense is run the football. And where I think it's interesting with Akers is he's got a ton of carries. The three playoff games last week, he was reduced a little bit because of the injury. But the defenses that he has faced so far this playoffs, he's played San Francisco and he's played Tampa Bay, two of the best running defenses in the league. And week 18, when he returned, that was also against San Francisco. And so the entire playoff path for the Rams have been against really good running defenses. And the Bengals, because of the defensive style they play, they're 24th on defense defending the run. So I think there's not only... A spot where Acres continues to get 15 plus carries, but now he gets his weakest opponent by far. And if the Bengals employ this defensive scheme that we've seen them do a lot of the season, especially in these higher leverage, the Super Bowl obviously is a lot of carries and a lot of potential for yardage for Acres. So I liked him over. And an interesting point that I would throw out is when you're looking around at all the different sports books, if you like a player prop over. You obviously want to bet it earlier rather than later. But when you look in the alternates, if you're going at alternates above what the post the total is, a lot of those times that'll be listed at a price that's too expensive. But if you go the other way, where you're playing overs at an alternate that's lower than the post the total, you can actually squeeze out some value occasionally because people will naturally chase the bigger payout. And so a lot of books have their pricing skewed to having more of the VIG above the posted rushing total, and you can actually find some value in the alternate. So, for example, I had acres over 50 and a half yards as well, and that price was, like, way off. It's kind of been corrected now, but that's something to keep in mind if you're price shopping uh, this week, trying to get some overs with props specifically.
5: Yep, most definitely. How are you approaching all of these Cooper Cup props?
3: Waiting till Saturday next week, maybe even Sunday. Um, he is at uh, 104 right now. It's yep. kind of scattered across the board. Mm-hmm. It's a really big number for the Super Bowl. But where this ties into is something that I don't look a lot at, although it's like it's a logical way to look and say, like how many games during the regular season playoffs has he gone over? He continuously finds his way over this prop. But what I think is different in the Super Bowl is we see coaches year after year sort of throw out a bunch of different plays and just like empty the playbook, essentially. And if you think about how the Bengals play defense, if that forces the Rams into running a little bit more, you're going to have a reduced rate of dropbacks and potentially attempts from Matthew Stafford. But if you get some of those attempts going to players that are not usually involved like we've seen over the course of the regular season, when you're looking at Cup's numbers, then all of a sudden you're really getting to a pretty short amount of attempts that could potentially go to Cup. And to get over this reception number, to get over this receiving yard total, you're going to need basically everything to go right. And a lot of Cup's production, when you see like a huge spike in numbers, have been really. Most games where the Rams are trailing. So if LA happens to be trailing sort of second quarter or third quarter, the copy play receiving total is going to go way because he gets targeted a ton anytime mm. the Rams are trailing. But if LA is up, McVay has gone really run heavy. And just based on the Bengals' defense, as well as the fact that we might see maybe three to four plays and a couple of those receptions and like 15 to 20 of the usual yards for the Rams go the guys that don't usually get involved and didn't sort of skew that sample during the regular season. Cause it's an emptying of a playbook. I think these numbers, the way that they're trending and will continue to trend up over the next week, they're just going to get way too high. So I'm sitting, I'm waiting. I'm looking to bet the under, especially on the reception total, but most likely the receiving yard total too, but I'll just wait till late next week as close as I can to game time. Yeah.
5: Not a bad idea. I mean, look at his expectations right now for the game. Eight and a half catches, like 100 and uh, you know, in that range, Huge. For Huge. yards, which is just nuts. Any other props, player-wise, or anything else that you're waiting for and you would advise, like, look, just hold on here a minute, give it a week, next Thursday, Friday, come jumping in, because that's going to be the best time to bet it.
3: So, a lot of them. And it's okay to say this because it's the Super Bowl, and, I mean, everybody's going to come in and bet, and everybody's hunting for overs, and these prices are only going to go up. So No concern saying this. One that stands out a lot, um, total field goals in the game at three and a half. The over for this bet in just an average NFL game historically is right at about minus 165. We're seeing the over for this bet at some sportsbooks as low as minus 110. And a lot of that is fueled by the McPherson hype. And people are really buying into how great of a kicker he has been in the playoffs. And there's no doubting he has been, but uh, on the other side, Matt gay, he's dealing with an injury. We saw his leg strength like questionable at best as he was coming up short from like 50 yards uh, last game. So there's, there's both sides of it, but where it gets interesting is you have sort of that hype and it's bringing the total down. You have the indoor game. You have the fast surface. All of that potentially leading to more field goals being kicked and more field goals being made. But to me, the question is like this: is a game prop that we have like a very clear history of just how NFL games play out, how many attempts there usually are, how many field goals get made, and like to get over, you're usually having to pay one sixty five to one seventy. It's all the way down to one ten. So if we're gonna get a really good price on the under because people are buying into just how good these kickers are. Um, I'm happy to continue to wait this one out and see maybe we get down to like a minus 120, minus 115 on the under at the rate that this is going. And that's going to be as good of a price as I have ever seen on this field goal prop to go under. So Mm -hmm. I'm happy to let the people keep on betting the over and we'll see what this gets to. But I really like the under at three and a half field goals. And then another sort of set of props that I'm waiting on Both quarterbacks rushing are under. Uh, These are becoming really popular. A lot of people are gravitating towards them and betting them because it's quarterbacks in the playoffs. I get that there's a willingness usually from quarterbacks to sort of leave everything on the line. If they're being pushed out of the pocket, they're going to be running around. And you have pass rushes of the Rams potentially pushing Burrow out. But both of these numbers, whether you're looking at the average for the season You're looking at the median, which sportsbooks use to set their props, anything. These prices for both Burrow at like 11.5 and and for Stafford at 5.5 are ridiculously high. And so they're going to keep getting bet up too. I'm happy to just wait it out and see how big of a number I'll get for both. But I like to go under for both quarterbacks rushing as well, along with that field goal prop at 3.5.
5: Awesome stuff. Again, follow him on Twitter. He's at Adam Chernoff. And the podcast is called The Simple Handicap Product Manager Covers.com. Adam, thank you. Enjoy the weekend. and We'll talk again next week.
3: Thanks very much, guys. Talk to you next Friday. I'm 1,000% with
5: you. him on the last one he mentioned for sure, Is Stafford. If that goes up to six and a half, maybe seven, if that somehow continues to yeah. go up, uh, you're going to have to definitely come in and look at betting under Matthew Stafford. His number is never, ever close to that much. What was it last week, two and a half? And it went over because he had one run?
4: The Tampa game was two and a half. Right. Or they both, maybe last week was two. We'll
5: recap last night's betting action with win some, lose some. Next.
3: win some lose some is presented by bet rivers your hometown sportsbook check out their daily specials at betrivers.com. were you a winner last night wow winning or was it a
0: rough one well they can't all be winners can
1: they loser you're
0: a loser molly howard recaps the night in sports betting in win some lose some
4: all right here we go win some doug peterson next coach of the jags cash that ticket as high as five to one T-Wolves from 5.5 up to 7.5, won and covered against the Pistons. Hawks from 5 down to 3, ended the Suns winning streak. Warriors Kings over, 221 up to 224, 126 to 114. The Heat, big move, 3.5 up to 8, routed the Spurs, and last night in the Association, favorites and overs, 5-1. Subscribe, be part of the team. Beeson.com. Our radio and podcast friends. This guy is bringing it, just like a human, slouched on the couch. Oh, that's how you snore. And I, he just lays back with his back on the cushion. He's up there sitting down like a human, and he is out cold. And that is a hard sleep right there. That is hard to do. Fake snake. I would hope so. It looks like it. I don't know what the what the hell this. I mean, look at this thing wrapped around the van. My God. I mean, that is. That can't be. That can't be. Real. That's the biggest thing I've ever seen. If that... got to be right out of a movie or something. Special effects. How big that sucker is. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is Anaconda. My God. And it's it's something. Yes. Uh, this was on social media yesterday. Get ready for Knives Out too. They're shooting this sucker. I'm ready for Death on the Nile as well. But I love Knives Out. And they're uh, they're doing two and three, I believe, on Netflix. And there's the cast in costume there. It's Daniel Craig. Is running it back. What a run for him. Finishes... Um, Solid, I'd say. Yeah, finishes Bond. and goes right into another Knives Out. Big bet yesterday at Caesars. The Suns had the 11-game winning streak snapped last night. A better wagered $25,000 on the Suns to win the West 3-1. to one. Potential win of $75,000. And how about this tweet? We mentioned this prop earlier, and I like this. What will occur first? A Bengal, will the Bengals punt or score? Punt minus 140. The last seven first drives against the Rams' defense. Seven punts, 3.2 yards per play, seven total first downs. The last team to score... On their opening drive versus the Rams, Arizona, week 14, which was a field goal. That is knockout information. Oh, very good. That is excellent. Very good. Win some, lose some, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Log in each Friday, get a 20% profit boost on the NHL. Learn
5: more at betrivers.com. This is from Jason on Twitter, and you can always tweet us at VSIN Live, at Paulie Howard, at Mitch Moss Radio. Jason tells us, uh, so we take my dad to Vegas for the Giants' Pat second Super Bowl. He'd never been, and is a huge Giants fan. My brother, who is not a Giants fan, the rest of us are. He bets first score Pat safety. I tell him he should bet the Giants since we're rooting for the Giants. Oh, he switches and bets first score of the game Giants safety at thirty-five to one. He's in the bathroom for the play because it was uh, the first play out of a commercial. He comes flying out of the bathroom going nuts. Was that low? Only $35? i will take his word for it. Wow, sure,
4: yeah. I'm not yeah. calling him a liar. Oh no, man. I know I'm you're not. I'm shocked at the, uh, yeah. at the price. That, that's a great story. Mm-hmm. Like the David Purdom article where they, the first, it's like Tony Miller to Tillman Fertitta. We're in a hole we can't get out of. Um, all places are different, but they took a bath on that Super Bowl. Jay Cornegay calls up, how much should we lose on that play? Oh, wait a second. Safety's one thing then how much did we lose on first score of the game quarter million guy says yep. jay's running around with the vip's and getting everyone situated It was first play of the game and then you had the professional better who laid uh, got down over $200,000
5: on the no and then first first play that's yep. what happened okay yep. i'm out 200 grand good feedback here also on twitter at draftkings right now how about this neither team reaches 20 points in the first quarter for new orleans and denver is 55 to 1 And they've had at least two of those so during the stinkers, yeah, some stinkers.
4: I'll give me a give me standing. a
5: nineteen eighteen fifty five to one. Has happened couple a couple of times. Well, a couple okay. of them are cashed. And see, th- it, this but... is um, Phillies 0880 on Twitter, and I don't know this person, but I trust this tweet over what Woj said. And Woj is the best, right? I love Woj,
4: but, but he, I I, he, I couldn't disagree
5: more. Yeah, he said, he said Ben Simmons is going
4: to get a standing ovation if he ever comes back. First game back in Philly, if he's still on the Sixers.
5: Okay. Yeah. This is what uh, Philly's 0880 tells me. In regards to Ben Simmons, he's so hated here right now, they will need extra security if he ever shows his face at a game in Philly. He's so scared of the fans, but he made his own bed. He I did. trust that tweet. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. In that town, he's going to get a standing ovation. Yep. I would say, again, please, can we bet that? Well, I think he's out for the year. Uh, and so I, I don't know if he'll ever play
4: in Philly again. But imagine imagine if he comes back next year, but they bow out early this year in the playoffs. Oh, by the way, you have the MVP of the league. And you wouldn't get him help yeah. and make the move. Right. You could easily come out of the East right now. And I thought I thought M B made a mistake saying we have enough. You don't have enough. No, you don't. You, 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 can't, need you, abs- can't, you can't beat the Nets. You have to have at least one healthy. more piece. Right. You can't beat the Bucks, Not if they're healthy and have everyone. You can't.
5: You're, you're talking can't about beat Miami either. You're talking about who they have right now. Yeah, it's oh, not no, enough. No, no, no. I don't they're, want them to get out of Harris
4: and Curry and some no, of these they're, they're guys. No,
5: they're not. They're not going to the. They're no. not going to the NBA Finals with the team that they have right that, now. That, they're that, a good that's going to stink.
4: That's going to stink. Yep. And, I but, mean, and, and this also you, you, the, the the process is just totally all for naught now. Yeah, you got Embiid, but part of this was you get enough swings at that thing and enough cracks at the ping pong balls to do this, that you, you get these two stars and then.
5: This guy develops the yips, and but also on top of that, God, and they blew it last year against Atlanta. They I mean, blew not, that series. Not only I think MV, Embi- I think right now Embiid would be the winner of the MVP. I'm not saying that because he's the shortest shot on the board. I'm saying that because I think voters would give it to him. But you're wasting his his prime, and he Embiid was fantastic last year because of what happened and the players who kept getting hurt. Embiid was in the mix to win it a year ago, so now you're just you're gonna throw away basically the prime of a guy who's 7 foot, what, 275 pounds? Can't do it. Who was injured to start his NBA career? Maury has to admit defeat and punt on this. Has to. Got to do it.
4: You know, and not for nothing, Simmons is getting horrible advice. It's a wild story. It is a wild story. He develops the yips. He passes uh, passes up a wide open dunk in a playoff game. He can't make a damn free throw. Doc has answered a legitimate question Mm -hmm. about can you win with this guy? And he, yeah, I don't know. Yep. Then his team gives him this advice to just sit out and then show up at practice and then cause be a distraction, whatever. And then this mental health stuff. And I just all the fines he's incurred, horrible mess. And, and a, you can't just take a year off like this. And and he's just think about what he's doing. Sits in his man. He, he built that mansion in yep. Philly. I'm going to retire there. Now I don't want to play there again. Uh, and then he's coordinating five on five games on his own and, and refuses to go to the facility.
5: I will tell you, I could not care less about Ben Simmons. If he retired tomorrow, I would think about it for two seconds and say, do whatever you want want. I wouldn't miss him for a second in the NBA. I don't care. I don't I I don't care about this guy at all. If he never plays again, I'm totally good with that. I can't
4: imagine this was the advice. This yeah. is the professional advice this is on, a, on what to do and how to play this well, if you're Simmons and his team and not the I I can't believe this many people oh he's a good player he can be. I can't
5: believe this many people were lining up to get him. Who knows what I'm going to get then. At this rate, I'm going to say not too much. Email ftm at from Ryan on the Super Bowl props. This is Ryan now. These are uh, his words. I'll go over on Burrow rushing whatever the number is. Well, that's bad advice. So just bet it right now at 11 and a half if you'd like it that much. But he said his last fourth quarter drive against the Chiefs kept alive by his legs. Pretty sure that Tennessee mm-hmm. game had something to do with it. He's got to take off. He's got that in his head now. Yeah, and early in
4: the game, he did that too. He did. That long run he had on third down to give him a first drive. Yeah.
5: Uh, From Michael, Mike Schmidt got booed in Philly. There is no way Simmons gets an ovation. They cheered when when Michael Irvin got hurt. They were throwing snowballs at Santa Claus. Carted off on a stretcher. Yeah. Yeah. They were cheering. That city is going to like it when Ben Simmons comes back. You can't put that number high enough.
4: <laughs> I was shocked by that. It was a good, interesting piece from Ramona Shelburne, though, about what his life like and, and how he's acting and, and all this. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, BetRibs has you covered. They've launched a series of CityCast designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. cast in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, L.A., New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your
5: podcast. And I'll give you a better one. This is from Andrew Brown. Living out here in Vegas for a year, but first the first 40 spent in Philly. Paulie oh. is going to be cooking vegetables at home before Philly would ever cheer for Ben Simmons. Uh, Andrew? Um, it's an entertaining yeah. email, but I don't know if you know Paulie. No. It's, yeah. I
4: don't think he plays there again, so the whole thing could be a, a waste of time. But still, I, I was shocked by what he said, that yeah. Wode said that.
5: I mean, in that town? No way. Nope. All right. He's pissed next. away their season. Yeah. Up Maybe. next, follow the money here on Vison the Sports Betting Network. Professional sports better Aaron Renning is going to join the program. Did he make it over to the Westgate last night for the opening of their player props and Super Bowl props? What does he like early here in this game? And uh, he's also great on the NBA if he likes anything on the Friday card.
3: Sports
4: Betting Network. See an edge in the game you're watching? Is your favorite player prime for a big second half? What if you could build your parlay live while watching the game and boost it? Now you can. Introducing Points Bet new exclusive feature, live same game parlay for the NFL and NBA. For the first time ever, build the perfect live same game parlay only with Points Bet. Combine your favorite bets anytime during the game, spreads, totals, players, props, and more. Cash in on the comeback. Turn player performances into payouts. Download the app today. Use code VEASAN2K to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Plus for the big game, place a $20 pregame bet and get a free $20 live bet. Elevate your live betting game. Live your bet life with points bet. Professional sports better Aaron Running joins us now. We'll get to the NBA card in a second. Uh, thoughts on the Super Bowl and what you played and, and what you, uh, you want, want to recommend, please?
6: No. All right, guys. Uh, always happy to be on with you. And, uh, yeah. Um, you know, I hate to see it come to an end. Uh, of course, NFL, it's, it. I, I think for me right now, currently available lines, the, the best, the best bet for me anyway, on something you can get down and, and bet pretty big is I, I, I think I, I bet where right, I do like, uh, the Rams first half. And if we just go and look at the, the playoffs so far, And, you know, the Rams dominated the first half, obviously against Arizona in their first playoff game and eventually winning that game, 34 to 11, they dominated Mm -hmm. uh, the game at Tampa Bay, control that game for the first half. And even if if you go back and you look at last week against San Francisco and, you know, they're trailing 10 to seven and a half, but they controlled the first quarter and a half of that game. And in fact, you know, they had the interception basically in the end zone. They missed the field goal. Um, you know, San Francisco, the only really thing they did in that first half was the the Debo run, you know, or pass and catch for 40, 45 yards or whatever. So, you know, the Rams have, have came out and played great in the first half so far in the playoffs. Now, you know, to take it a step further, do I trust Sean McVay? to Make the in-game adjustments. No, I don't. Do I trust him getting conservative in the second half? I do trust that would happen with a lead. And you know, right now, you know, from from a game standpoint, it's it's uh, hard to uh, give more than a field goal uh, to Joe Burrow. But you know, I, I thought Cincinnati. I wasn't that impressed in a great spot against the you know the Raiders uh, the first week. It, I, I thought it was a lot of turnovers and mistakes from Tennessee and Kansas City. Uh, in their last two games so um, yeah I, I like the Rams first half
4: very good excellent you made a lot of money last year on the Atlanta Hawks especially when they made the coaching change and they had a great record now they've won eight to nine but they're still under 500 and the loss was against Toronto and that's who they play tonight what has been why did they get off to such a slow start and now why is Atlanta won eight nine and are they looking are you looking to maybe continue to bet on Atlanta if they can get hot here
6: yeah. I've been trying to bet them. Uh, you know, it, it's just one of those things, the ebb and flows of the NBA season. I think certainly overachieved maybe obviously to, to get to play the Bucks in, in the Eastern conference finals last year. You know, it's the same unit, just like any everybody. I mean, they had injuries and COVID to deal with the loss of Hunter or actually gaining Hunter back into the lineup, you know, a defensive guy on that perimeter has made a huge difference for that team. And then you add the addition of Capella. I'm always looking at these teams from a defensive perspective and, you know, Capella missed time and Hunter missed time. They get those guys back. Uh, It just has made a huge difference uh, for this team. I, I hate to say this. I might sound like a fool, but you know, again, from in February right now and yeah, again, you have to take this as the ebb and flows of the season right now, from a power rating perspective, I have the Atlanta Hawks and the Boston Celtics, the top two teams in the Eastern conference. Uh, again, it sounds crazy, but you have to look at, at the, at where these teams are. They're ninth and 10th in the Eastern conference. These two teams are all in to win right now. It's kind of crazy because if you look at the bulls and Atlanta uh, one and the tenth seed, there's only seven games that separate those two teams. Like the Bucks, they don't care about the regular season, et cetera. So yep. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm I, looking to bet Atlanta and Boston right now as much as possible.
5: Let me ask you this. If mm-hmm. the Bulls played the Hawks right now in a seven-game series and the number was like, who would you expect to win that series?
6: Right. It, it, again, it's very different. In the playoffs, I'd readjust everything. For sure. And, you know, when you look in the playoffs and et cetera, trying to bet NBA futures, to me, the first thing you need to do is you look at the top three players from, from each team. I think that's you go back the years, 10, 20, 30 years, uh, number one, you look at the best player. Number two, you look at the top three players. And I, I'm not a big fan of the Chicago Bulls. I think this team has been extremely overrated. Again, if you look at the net rating of these teams uh, as of right now, and this is just from from the season played, the Bulls would rank 14th in the NBA. They're like a plus one net rating uh, Atlanta's a little bit down from their Boston's actually uh, ahead of them uh, from that. But um, Levine, DeRozan, uh, Vukovic, Vukovic, none of these guys, you know, I give DeRozan certainly a, uh, a really good player, uh, all offense, not much defense, but Vukovic never won a thing in his life. Levine's never won a thing in his life. Uh, I would probably make Atlanta uh, right now. They're, they're a deeper team. I think they're the better team. I'd make Atlanta the favorite.
4: <laughs> How about some totals you like tonight? Let's start with the Charlotte game about two eighteen.
6: Yeah, I, I think you know it's interesting because uh, watching Cleveland the other night against Houston, and again Houston is the absolute worst uh, defensive team in, in, in the NBA by margin. And currently, Cleveland without Garland, the point guard. Remember, Cleveland's taking a hit from the point guard position. they without Sexton, obviously for the for the uh, remainder of the season. Not a big loss there. I think Rubio is a huge loss for this uh, Cleveland team so far but they're without Garland as well and you know players like Mobley Allen they need a point guard uh to make them you know to to get over the top from an offensive standpoint uh this team was absolutely lost uh in the second half trying to run their half court offense again against uh, one of the worst uh, defensive teams the worst defensive team uh in the NBA so uh, very tough uh, for a team like that. Charlotte's a little bit tricky. Obviously, they play with a lot of pace. They expect to get Hayward back. But uh, with that said, Cleveland off that loss would lean to Cleveland, uh, would actually lean under the total in that game.
4: All right. Two okay. two two overs and uh, at the same total here, 228, 228.5. The Nets and the Jazz and the Pelicans and the Nuggets.
6: Uh, yeah, you know it, – it, I had a guy that uh, Betsy NBA daily to talk to me how he's been fading the, the Nets each and every day. I have to say, well, why haven't I been doing that? Uh, I'm not sure why, but they have not been good, obviously, <laughs> off that awful loss the other night against Sacramento. In fact, uh, three straight losses, or I'm sorry about six straight losses here, uh, including three on this road trip. But with that said, uh, you have James Harden off, uh, I would think, pretty much a career worst performance. Uh, four points or whatever it was the other night uh, against Sacramento. You have to remember Kyrie back and at least playing some, uh, uh, playing on these road games for Brooklyn. And you know this Utah team continues to be a mess, uh, about as much of a uh, mess as uh, the Nets are. Now they do get Mitchell back uh, in the fold. He's been out for quite a while with a, a concussion. But remember, Gobert's out uh, for the Jazz. Whiteside going to be out for this game as well. So it's going to be on offense where this Utah jazz comes around, certainly before from a defensive perspective, I think he can say the same thing about the Nets. So uh, looking towards uh, the nets and lean over the total in this one. And, and, and yeah, yep. the, yeah, the, 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 uh, the Denver game, this is a, a really bad spot uh, for the Nuggets. Now off uh, the two losses, obviously coming back from this road trip, they boosted Utah and Minnesota uh, but remember, they have not played a home game since January the twenty-third. Home game against Detroit on the road against Detroit, Brooklyn, uh, New Orleans, where they won as a four-point favorite uh, at Milwaukee, at Minnesota, at Utah. Always a very tricky proposition. Uh, these th- these game or these teams come back uh, from that road trip. I actually had the Pelicans uh, rated pretty w- pretty well, and you know Ingram back in the fold for this team. You know. I don't know exactly the status. I know Zion's not playing tonight, but if they get them back, this is another team in the Western Conference, you know, a subpar Western Conference uh, that's uh, trying to get into the play-in play here uh, for this team. So I think if you get the Pelicans uh, plus the points, not surprised if they win this game, uh, also lean over the total
5: here. Okay, very good. So Nuggets lean over, Nets lean over, and the Hornets game, you'll lean to the under.
6: Yeah, that's the way I'm looking here so far tonight.
5: Very good. You can follow him on Twitter. He is at ERSports1. Uh, Aaron, we love talking to you, man. Thanks for the time today.
6: Absolutely. Good luck to everyone
5: on the Super Bowl here. in a
4: week. You yep. got it. Thank you. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, Rams first half makes sense, too.
5: Yep. Some good points. I love yep. listening to him talk yep. about the NBA. Um, He's very sharp. He's one of the best there is yes. on this sport. And so... For quite some time. He's strong on the Pelicans right now. Ingram back, makes sense. Maybe Zion sometime soon. And what he said about the Hawks, though. And the South, The Hawks right and the them, Yes, i got to have it right. He how, how they it.
4: have to approach the rest of the season compared to these other teams.
5: It's very interesting. All right, let's follow the money here on v the Sports Betting Network. We will wrap up today's show with our in-pocket plays, what we've added, the long list of bets that we have so far for the Super Bowl. That's all coming up next
3: back was on coke, if his girlfriend was not These games are a
0: burial, a blowout,
1: a human lock. You can bet your children's, unborn children's children on these games.
0: I was so good that whenever I bet, I could change the odds for every bookmaker in the country.
5: Here we go. In pocket place. My MVP bet so far in the Super Bowl. Aaron Donald, 25 to 1. Joe Mixon, 40 to 1. Von Miller, 50 to 1. Added some 60 on him as well. Mm. And Evan McPherson, 150 to one. Joe. Yeah, all
4: right. Yeah. Go mix
5: it. Just because of the number again, 20 yeah. to one, no chance, but 40, 45 in that range, a little fire on him. Um, no touchdown in the first quarter, plus 250. I think that's a good bet. Come out slow, goes under 10. Uh, the Rams defense on the first drive has been awesome going back to week 14 against Arizona. So, I'm in that, plus 250. Cam Akers, under 64.5, found that uh, at even money. So, I'm kind of butting heads there with Adam Chernoff.
4: Six-minute drive, get it to about midfield and punt, and the other team's pinned.
5: Well, wow, that's giddy-up. So, what are you talking about, 30-yard 30, 30 drive that takes six minutes? I'd love to see it, for sure. Actually, I'd love couple to third, see.
4: A couple third-and-ones, third-and-twos. Yeah. Give me
5: give me a 10-minute drive that results in a made-or-missed field okay. goal, and then, bam. We're live. Uh, More time of possession. And we broke this down today in the first hour. I will quickly uh, quickly go over this. It opened up Rams minus 145, Bengals plus 125. Which team's going to own time of possession in this game? Seconds per play in the regular season. Cincinnati, 30th. Rams, 11th. Seconds per play in the second half. Bengals, 30th. Rams, 8th. Seconds per play with a lead of 7 plus. Bengals, 23rd. Rams, 16th. Seconds per play within six points of the game either way. Cincy 27th, Rams 12th. And seconds per play when trailing at seven-plus points. Cincy 31st in the league, Rams 3rd. And I looked at some models, some projections. Both teams, like, low to mid-60s for plays. are going to be right in the same neighborhood. So give me that plus money on the Bengals at plus 110. I did miss 125 because I did all the research afterwards, but it was still plus money. And then my other bet was... Uh, I missed that one. It was on the screen there for a second.
4: No? Okay. I went. There you uh, go. At least um,
5: one score this quarter plus 360. Okay.
4: Yes. Uh, I went with cup MVP. I also uh, Peter King with a good breakdown last week uh, for this week on the show about McPherson. Uh, Chase MVP as well. 18 to 1. And then uh, opening kickoff plus one eighty is available. It is. And that was yeah, That came out yesterday. You can find plus one eighty now again. Don't be a I,
5: dummy. Put more you, on you
4: it. You got to trust McAfee on this with that K ball. And it's, it said it's like kicking a rock. Seven of the last eight, the nose cashed, and it was a bigger price last year. That sucker got the yes. Got the three dollars. Uh, last quarterback run, last play of the game. No, plus one eighty.
5: Can, can I give you a tweet on this real quick? Yeah. This is from Matt who tells us, be careful with the final play of the game. Quarterback rush prop got carried out in a body bag two Super Bowls ago. Mahomes took two knees, but then oh, in the last him. play, he threw the ball as high as he could out of bounds.
4: I'm just reminding you. Yeah. Punt downed inside the five. That's fun. Plus 635. And this is at William Hill. Will the Bengals have a punt? What will happen first, punt or score? Punt minus 140. I like that. And that great tweet we had about the uh, week 14, Arizona, the last team to score on the first drive against the Rams defense. Yep. In pocket presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted after noon Eastern at betrivers.com. Yesterday was a fun day, uh, at least in Las Vegas, with William Hill releasing a lot of props, and the Westgate did it at night. William Hill had it up during the day, yep. for example will either team use six timeouts in regulation yes plus 235 will a quarterback have a reception yes is plus 625 later on at the Westgate staff they put up Stafford 20 to 1 and Burrow 15 to 1 to have a reception they also put up a Hecker attempt to pass yes is 6 to 1 a touchdown scored on fourth down yes 3 to 1 missed field goal or extra point hit the upright no crossbar there right upright plus 450 successful fourth down conversion Yes minus three eighty. Woo. Look at that one. Will there be a thousand combined with a no on that Yeah, thing. will there be a thousand combined yards? Yes plus four fifty. The first play of the game results in a first down. Yes plus three twenty. How
5: about first play of the game twenty plus yards? That's another good at one. At a very juicy price.
4: What was that? Right there. I missed that one. Uh, I said it it earlier, but okay. Well uh, will a team miss two field goals or more. Yes plus five twenty five. First made field goal 50 to 55 yards, 7 to 1, 17 to 22 yards, 9 to 1. Pick six plus 475. A player to have two interceptions, 6 to 1. A quarterback to throw three interceptions, yes, plus 550. Two point attempt, even money. Both teams scored every quarter, yes, plus 550. Kickoff or punt return for a touchdown, plus 850. And the safety and overtime is low as 6-1. to one. I know it. They open that up. First turnover of the game, interception, minus 190. Fumble, plus 170. Lead change in the fourth quarter, plus 245. Last minute, lead change, 8-1. Yep. That's another
5: good one. It's creative. I lied. I can't find first play 20-plus yards. I don't know what I did with that. This is another email from Matt. After the Chiefs game, Zach Taylor told the media, Burrow said in their pregame meeting the night before, he was ready to rush for 100 yards if need be. Oh, yeah? I think meaning, like, okay. if the pressure is getting to him, yeah. then he's going to have to take off. And, okay. Um, and, by the way, the the response that we've gotten today from the Philadelphia area on Ben Simmons is just off the charts. Uh, this I can't is, believe Woj made this statement. I, I, I say, can't believe it. Tell people again what
4: he said. So, Ramona Shelburne is, had a great article on what's going on with Ben Simmons and what, what his life is like right now. And just walking away and saying, I'm never playing with this organization again. And then Woj had her on his podcast. And he said he predicts and expects if Simmons comes back to Philly, the first game back, they'll give him a standing ovation. In that town where they hated Donovan McNabb. Wow. Donovan McNabb. That's not happening. How many times did he go to NFC title games? Sorry, not good enough. I I just, uh, but that's, I'm not there, but I absolutely trust all these people here. We certainly know what Philly fans are like. But this guy, how he's handled this and his team how they've handled this. Ridiculous. Yep. I mean, uh, this stuff, this, this reporting, this stuff goes back to the summer because he's got a house in L.A. too about, eh, you know, Doc reaching out. You know, can I come by? Can I see you? No, don't yep. even bother. Don't call. This don't show up. Doesn't go to the team facility. Drives out of his way every single day to work out at a public health club. Built that big house he has in, in the Philly area. And it's like, what, you're just going to sell
5: it and just move on? And I'm never playing here again. And then Maury, Maury won't trade the guy. Do you think Ben Simmons is fit and prepared to actually go back to that arena and play in a 76ers uniform knowing that he's going to get... There's no No. chance he can handle that. No chance. So so anyway, this is from Dinger's Please on Twitter. There is no way anything positive is said or done by the fans. I live here. They hate him. Every fan I encounter talks trash (laughs) about the guy. And this is from Eric. um, Says, do you remember J.D. Drew's final game in Philly? (laughs) After he refused to sign with the Phillies... And uh, went back into the draft and was picked by the Cardinals. They were throwing batteries at him the entire game in the outfield. I don't remember that, but I'll take your word for it. Mm. I know that J.D. Drew uh, definitely was a polarizing player.
4: He's a part of the whole process here. I mean, they stunk for four or five years to get to this point and get Embiid and Simmons. Right. And they they blew it, and they should have beat. He's a big a reason why. But they should have beat Atlanta and gone to the Eastern Conference Finals. And this guy might win the MVP and they, you're not going to help him out and make a trade if you're Maury? The other part of that story
5: was uh, GMs are like, oh, that's it. I'm, he can call me. I'm not calling him. Imagine if Embiid would have flipped it and said, you know what? We are wasting time right now. You need to say that. We are. I'm playing. And he'll him. make a trade. He should say, because he's cocky, right? Sure. And he's a great soundbite. He should say, I'm the best player in basketball right now. I can't win a title on my own or with what we have right now. This guy needs to be dealt. And at the beginning of the year, we could have gotten a package that would have put us over the hump, and we could huh. beat the Nets, the Bucks, any of these teams in the Eastern Conference, so we can win the title. Right.
4: You right. got to get rid of them. Well, well, it goes back to what you said earlier with that tweet. uh well, answer your question, but does he have the mental makeup and whatever? And it was on the Fanatic that she said, you have to build him up. You can't yeah. give him the tough love. It doesn't work. You have to tell him how great he is every day. So you think he's going to, because yeah, of that's that. Not gonna, what what I, do you say when he comes back? There's, oh, there's, then we missed you. Yep. Thanks a lot. Wide open
5: passes up a three in the first game. By the way, another good email about the first halftime song. This is from yeah. Paul. He said he is all in on lose yourself. It pumps people up. He said, Minus the first thirty seconds, the opening lyrics, they're yeah. total money. Sure. Great song. It's a that's, that's I color. like that idea. Yeah, it does it, get you going. And that's how everybody gets that, juiced that's, up. Uh then.
4: you could close can you close with it? I mean, it's a tough call. The body of work for all these great
5: performers and artists, it's a tough call. How do you make it plus four dollars on? Will somebody be smoking? Huh. I am going to be depressed if Snoop's not smoking something. I will be absolutely devastated if he's not. That's who he is. That's what he's done. That's how we know the guy. I will be very disappointed if Snoop Dogg doesn't come out there. Come out there and he's got something. You know. I don't even partake. I don't. I don't do that stuff. But I just. I. I. The idea of him going out there and not right, smoking gotcha. is just kind of sucks. It, yeah. Right. Yeah, and I'm the black hair? i go black it hair. It's the black hair. Yeah. yeah, it's like minus 120, okay. I yeah. believe, or something like that. this. Yes. All right. Enjoy the weekend. Good luck. Good luck. We're back on Monday. See you.
4: Pro Bowl. Bet
0: River Sport. Bet River Sport. Bet River Sport.